thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for downloading Beer Nuts for free on iTunes or from ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate Beer Nuts five stars on iTunes and help to tell others about Beer Nuts by leaving a comment. Thank you for following Beer Nuts on Twitter at Beer Nuts Podcast and on Instagram at Beer Nuts Podcast. Please like the Beer Nuts Podcast on Facebook to like and share Beer Nuts. If you'd like to donate to Beer Nuts, you can click on the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at ChristopherMedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Beer Nuts. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you're helping to support Beer Nuts. TheBroBasket.com Guys are tired of all those boring socks and ties. BroBasket is the answer to the age-old question, What do I get a guy? We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. TheBroBasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? Their favorite alcohol, that's what. It could be craft beer, wine, whiskey, scotch, or tequila. TheBroBasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies. You can customize your own BroBasket or choose from a variety of different BroBaskets, like the Ultimate Import Sampler, the Jack and Coke Gift Set, or the Junior Executive Gift Basket. Boozeless but still cool BroBaskets are also available. TheBroBasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over, please. State and local laws apply. Beer, wine, and liquor are not available for shipping in all states. You can help to support Christopher Media by clicking through the TheBroBasket.com banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Alcohol gift baskets. What men really want. Men used to be hard to shop for. TheBroBasket.com Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Beer Nuts, a weekly excursion into the world of craft beer. Brought to you by MichiganBeerGuide.com. And now, here are the Beer Nuts. Okay, everybody, welcome to Beer Nuts. We're happy to have Uncle Pete back with us tonight. So welcome Hello, everybody. Good to be here. And Dugout. Hey, us. everybody doing tonight? Uh, tonight's episode is going to be on Farmhouse Saisons. Uh, nice beers to have in uh, the warm summer months, and it sure has been warm here in Michigan lately. So we'll start the show off. Uh, before we pop a cold one, we're going to have our quote of the week, and uh, it's a short but sweet one tonight, and it is, A man who lies about beer makes enemies, and that's from Stephen King, Pet Cemetery. So, without further ado, let's crack open a cold one, and uh, always remember... Got a bunch of beer snobs here. There's room for anybody of any level of craft beer knowledge and enjoyment. So if you're a neophyte or a seasoned veteran, kick back and enjoy the ride. We're just here. We're regular guys, and we just love drinking beer and trying new things and new styles. So uh, tonight, we're going to have a farmhouse saison, but if you're having a anything from a Pilsner to a Imperial Stout, that's okay. Drink whatever you want, and let's have a beer. All right, sounds good. I've got a Saison Dumont I made. It's just a standard farmhouse Saison, and it's pretty active, JR. They were on ice. I'm surprised. Uh, hopefully, they're still clean and okay. But anyhow, uh, this one was a real project as a homebrew, and uh, I really had to do a triple decoction mash on this one. And uh, that's where you take uh, your grains when they're in the mash tun, and you pull out a portion of them. You actually boil that portion of grains and then add them back to the mash just to keep that temperature up. It's kind of an old style of brewing, but uh, 
it was a lot of work, and uh, it came out nice. It's got a, a nice light color, but I'm a little concerned, Jr. Let's give it a sniff and a taste. And well, first of all, I I poured mine a little bit more carefully, and it did not foam like yours did. So I've got, I've got a nice two finger head on mine. Looks really really nice. It's got the very healthy white lacing head, white and white and foamy. Uh, lots of carbonation. Uh, very active, lots of bubbles coming from the bottom. Looks really good. Looks like one of those. I, you know, I just can't wait to taste it. Uh, it's a, like a straw color, a light. It's not completely clear. There's, but there's very. It's you can see through it. Very pleasant. Look like. Looks like a TV beer because I poured mine pretty good. So I'm looking. I'm tasting the aroma. I'm getting that definite Belgian yeast with the banana clove characteristics. A lot of banana in the nose, and very nice. Uh, you definitely the, can taste the Belgian uh, influence in this. Nice and malty. With a nice uh, little hops on the finish. But the, the predominant flavor I'm getting is that Belgian yeast. What yeah, do you think, Pete? Yeah, I'm picking up like black pepper. Um, mm-hmm. Really prominent to me is the black pepper. It's kind of spicy on the tongue. And uh, real flavorful. I mean, it's got a, a certain, almost a little funk to it. It almost uh, reminds me of a, a triple in some ways. But with that little more farmhouse funk to it. Right. Yeah, I think maybe yours was a little colder than mine, JR. It's really good, and it actually has got nice, really strong, solid carbonation, which I think adds a lot to the spear. The effervescence, you know, you get that nice bubbles, uh, uh, enhances the mouthfeel. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this. I think you did a wonderful job, Pete. Thank you. I've enjoyed probably two cases of it so far, and these are the last six-pack here. So, Doug, have you had one of these yet? Uh, no, I have not. I'm holding two for you, so I still got a few. All right. Yep. That's why I figure I'll give you a call. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so, uh, uh, by the way, I did enter it in the um, in the Ford Home Brewers Club. Had a little saison contest uh, about two months ago, and last month I got an email that said I got a third out of all the entries. So that was okay with me. I had good feedback and. Uh, First time I made a saison, so like I said, it was a lot of work. I'd do it again, but it was a lot of work, and I thought it paid off. Agreed. Delicious. Five point eight percent. What yep. uh, what ingredients did you use? What kinds of malt and hops? I definitely used a European malt, like a Marisot. Yeah, and then I got that was a mix, so it was a portion of the bill, and then I have uh, Golding and Hallatower hops. That makes sense. Noble the standard uh, saison yeast, the White Labs saison. Yeah, the yeast has a big influence on this beer. Yeah, I'm really uh, overwhelmed with the pepper myself. I'm not getting a whole lot of other... Well, I, yeah, it's got like a champagne characteristic to it. And yeah, you definitely get a little spice there. And a little, just a touch of that little barnyard farmhouse flavor, uh, you know, characteristic of Saison's. Well, I can't wait to share it, Doug. Sorry, I'll get it to you. All right, yep, looking forward to it. Well, Doug, out since we're both drinking this, well, what do you have to offer up there? All right, so what was yours called again? Saison Dumont. Okay, I have Saison Dupont. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's um, sort of the standard of style, at least in the U.S. When people think of a Saison, that's like sort of the immediate go-to. That's one first one everyone's had. And um, it's uh, it's been around, it's from uh, Belgium. And it's um, in Torps. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, but it was founded in 1950. It's on a working farm, which dates back to 1759. 
and has a significant previous brewing history at the same farm. Uh, in the 1990s, a bread bakery and a cheese-making facility was added to the brewery. So a little bit of um, info on the beer. It's 6.5%. Uh, and uh, let's give this kind of pour. So the first thing you notice when you pour this one is the, uh, the champagne bubbles, and they are very tiny, and they rise fast, and it has a head that lingers. Um, this had to linger for a half hour. If you just sit it, sit it, walked away, you'd come back in a half hour, there'd still be a head on the beer. Nice. Love it. It's not overcarbonated, though. The bubbles are small and um, release quickly when you drink it. It's uh, got a hazy gold color to it, very bright yellow. And uh, let's give this guy a, you know, you, you smell the Belgian yeast right off the bat on this one. It's sort of got like a banana clove smell to it, um, but not quite not quite heavy banana but just a very faint hint of it so sipping this guy down i get a nice spiciness beautiful spiciness the mouthfeel is, is just perfect on this beer it just sort of kind of it doesn't the flavor explodes in your mouth um and the taste hangs there it's not bitter it's very pleasant uh looks like a hint of lemon um pepper but boy what a what a phenomenal beer it's been a little while since i've had this and i've had a lot of saisons uh, since then, but just not this one. Um, back many years ago, this would have been listed as uh, probably in my top five beers. I don't think it's strayed too far. It's still in the top ten, I think. It has the uh, sort of green back label and uh, the yellow picnic tablecloth background behind the Saison DuPont writing. is a very distinguishable bottle. Yeah. Um, most people recognize it in a heartbeat. Boy, that sounds great description. I'd love to taste it. Yeah, the, the head on it Silk, um, you know, it's there's no other way to really describe it. It's bright white, first there, beautiful bright white color. Yeah, it's not uh, enough. frequent I, enough that I turn myself on with the saisons. You know, I could drink a lot of this, and apparently I am because I just opened a 750. Um, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm only doing one beer tonight. <laughs> <laughs> in this episode, anyways. Force yourself. It's a rough job. Somebody's got to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the description from uh, Wikipedia. It says a, a slightly cloudy yellow color ale with high carbonation, fruity and spicy aroma and taste, and uh, perceptible somewhat quinine-like bitterness. Brewed in, in the Saison style from Pilsner malt, Kent Golding, and Styrian Golding hops. Originally titled Saison Ve Provision, the beer was also dry hopped until the brewery stopped this practice in favor of a larger late hop addition in the boil. Unfiltered bottle condition, Saison DuPont is packaged in green glass bottles of a thickness appropriate to withstand the substantial carbonation. Um, the bottles are finished with a champagne style cork in a wire cage. Now, it's somewhat interesting that um, it mentions about the dry hopping and how it was, how it was abandoned. How now, like, dry hopping is all the rage. Um, but I know they put out a beer that is dry hopped, um, but it's not under the Saison DuPont label. It, it may say Saison DuPont on it, but it's a different label, and it's it definitely screams that it's been dry hopped. Yeah, cool. Oh, I'd love to taste this, you know, after tasting the one we had here. I'd love It'd to be great to compare press, yeah. wouldn't it? Absolutely, yes. Is, isn't this the thing you go for uh, right. when you're Saison? It is. There are a lot of breweries that are starting to um, focus on Saison-only styles. Not a lot, but there are some. Um, uh, I know of one called Funkworks, and um, 
Also, uh, Jolly Pumpkin does quite a few saisons, as well as Brewery Vivant, which are both uh, Michigan-located breweries. Yes, and uh, we will be tasting one from Brewery Vivant later. And uh, I didn't want to get a Jolly Pumpkin because I didn't want to have a big bottle. But uh, glad that you uh, bit the bullet and took one for the team and had the big bottle of this one. (laughs) Well, you know, quite honestly, I'll definitely take this over um, Jolly Pumpkin. Uh, one thing about a brewery like uh, Saison DuPont, I mean, yeah, 1950s, that's not the oldest in the world, but that's a lot of years to be perfecting your product and your single product. So, you know, as a brewery starting up, it might take you a few times or two to even get something that's even halfway close to what this is and consistently done. Well, all right, before we move to our next beer, I just want to read a, a short description of the style, Saison Farmhouse Ales. Saisons are sturdy farmhouse ale that was traditionally brewed in the winter to be consumed throughout the summer months. Not so long ago, it was close to being an endangered style, but over recent years, there's been a massive revival, especially in the U.S., This is a very complex style. Many are very fruity in the aroma and flavor. Look for earthy yeast tones, mild to moderate tartness, lots of spice, and with a medium bitterness. They tend to be semi-dry, with many only having a touch of sweetness. So I know that the history of this goes back to farms in Belgium Belgium and France, that uh, these beers sat in the barn. And once, you know, they made them in the winter and they sat in the barn and they got, they're able to withstand the heat, uh, storing them at room temperature in these barns. So, in light of that, let's uh, let's try our next one, Uncle Pete. What do we got? Uh, try a beer from Boulevard Brewing called Tank Seven. Fortunately, I was able to find a twelve ounce bottle, or it might even be smaller. Probably eleven point two. Pete's pouring his, so I'll let him. So this is the Boulevard Tank Seven, and I've had this a few times. In fact, I would, anytime I see it, I would probably buy it. It just really. It almost looks identical to the one we just had when I look at it. I mean, similar characteristics with the slight uh, yellow haze, you know, bright, you know, clear, uh, lighter side of the yellow spectrum with a haze in there and very fine bubbles uh, and a long-lasting pure white head that's, that's not dissipating, really. Oh, it's got a great aroma. Definitely some hops coming through foremost to me on the aroma. Uh, very candy-like, very uh, Belgian candy, sweet. This is a sweet beer with a very... Solid uh, maltiness. John, you're going to find a lot of sugar on the tongue. Yeah, it starts out looking and uh, looking like yours. The aroma isn't quite as uh, spicy and peppery like yours. No. Um, the other thing, before I taste it, I noticed that this is eight and a half percent alcohol, and yours was around six, so it's going to be stronger. Definitely more fruit and uh, sweetness. Absolutely, it's very prominent, like a it's in your face kind of flavor. Yeah, it's a more more complex, and you know, just everything's a little bit stronger and powerful than than the first one we had. Yeah, it's wonderful beer. This must I've be a fresh never one. Never had I'm this one. Yep, I checked the date. It says best by uh, October thirty first, two thousand sixteen. So we're well within the freshness <clears throat> range. Yeah, it's a good boy. The Boulevard, the Boulevard site uh, has a profile calling it a straw-colored, light to medium-bodied beer with earthy, spicy grapefruit aroma and flavor, soft, sweet malt flavor, and prominent hop bitterness. I think we hit that one on the head. Sure. Floral, citrusy hops with Belgian yeast esters on the aroma. Uh, light to medium body. The hops are actually, there's four of them, Magnum, Bravo, Amarillo, and Citra. And they actually used uh, 
some amount of dextrose uh, in the bill. Uh-huh. That'll that's help how, the body quite a bit. That's how they got that 8.5%. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it does say it's uh, got a crisp, bready malt on the label, and I, I definitely get that breadiness. It says it's a really refreshing good. American rendition of a classic Belgian style. Tank 7 starts with a surge of alluring aromatics. Lush notes of tropical fruits definitely frame its sweet body of crisp, bready malt. Very yeah. complex and quite delicious. Flavor really hung in there for a while and, and slowly tapered out. And it just makes you want to take another sip and start over. Shout out. Good job, uh, Boulevard. I love this one. And I think the rest of the guys do, too. Amen. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I told Pete what we were going to do, the first beer he, had, he mentioned was, oh, Tank 7. Yep. And I remembered it coming in the big bottle. And I was like, well, I don't know if I want to get that big bottle. You know, it'd be hard for us to drink all these beers. Because uh, we taped two episodes tonight. So <laughs> to have a bunch of 750s is going to probably result in uh, some, not all of some, sort. some waste. <laughs> um, that being said, when I was at the store tonight, I found uh, a single 12-ounce bottle. Sweet. So, Good find. So and I really. just want to, before we move on to some other... Uh, selections here uh i want to just mention a few uh a few of the better known saisons that you can buy out in the market uh one being hennepin from brewery omegang obviously we can't taste everything here but i just wanted to call out four or five uh saison duponts on here from doug it's very high ratings uh sophie goose island it's another one um brooklyn sriracha ace another uh well-known uh so uh pepe nero is another offering from goose island Saison Rue from the brewery. Dogfish Head makes a really nice one called Noble Rot. And I should have had uh, Arthur from a Hill Farmstead brewery. But uh, the last episode, we re- uh, dug out reviewed a Hill Farmstead beer. So I figured, well, spread the love out tonight. And plus, I'm kind of hoarding the Hill Farmsteads that I brought back. So, And that's also a big bottle. So, And uh, Hill Farmstead makes several Saisons. Anna was one of the other ones. So, yeah, these are just a few of the more common, well-known ones. Um, if you're looking to, you know, explore this style, you know, look for those and pick them up. They're, they're all really uh, unique and uh, enjoyable beers. So, uh, I've got anything to add before we move on? Well, I was just doing one beer. I've got one in the tank right now. I brewed a Saison uh, uh, last weekend, and uh, this particular one is a, um, an Imperial Saison, because why not? And it's uh, also it's uh, strawberry rhubarb. Um, it was originally supposed to be strawberries and rhubarb from the garden, but because the weather's been so hot, uh, strawberries have really fizzled this year. Oh, bummer! Uh, so I ended up using a raspberry puree, and I just did a transfer last night. Raspberry or strawberry? Or strawberry? I'm sorry. I uh, just did a transfer last night um, from uh, the primary into the secondary, and, and added a whole bunch more raspberry, and added the rhubarb, and uh, capped it up. And um, boy, did that start to take off within a half hour! It was wow. just this huge foaming, bubbling mass. It was must have been a good temperature to get it kicked off, huh? It was cool to watch. Well, I've been fermenting this somewhere in the mid 80s. Oh wow, that's wow. high. Yeah, which That'll is give it some spice. Amended on the particular yeast that I'm using. Um, right, a lot of times they have you start out low and work your way up. But, well, yeah. exactly. Kept it in the basement for a day and then moved it to the upstairs. Oh, okay. Yep. Nice and toasty. <laughs> yeah, that'll keep it rolling. Can't oh, wait man. to try that one. Yeah, I'll tell you, I just took a little sip and it was hot. Man, it was really, really hot. Like, <laughs> uh, 
like a lot of booze like that imperial why not very puree really fermented out a lot too so it was high in abv i'm guessing that it's somewhere in the 11 percent range at this point because of alcohol burn i've never made that burn that much wow wow it could be an alternative fuel for a hot rod on the woodwind cruise you could sell it by the bottle so we'll see if it mellows out a little bit with the fruit additions. Uh, there's obviously some extra fermentation going on in it. So a couple weeks there, and I got a third stage where I'll dry hop it and, um, before it goes into keg. Yeah, so you've really gone to the other extreme with this baby. Yeah, I got quite a few weeks to go on this before it hits the keg, and I, I am probably going to bottle some of it as well. Just I mean, to, normally on saisons and wits and stuff like that, you use a kind of a middle to, well, a middle not too low, but middle attenuating yeast you know and let the thing have some you know not going that high in alcohol you're you're gonna have fun with this one yeah i used a uh, y yeast um belgian saison uh yeast strain to it um and i had an i had a second one i actually had enough for two batches minus the grain so uh, cool. i'm just awesome. making choices on which of the hops i use these uh uh Rakao is the main hop in it, which is uh, New Zealand hop. Oh, that's the first time I heard of that one. And then finished with Opal, which is a German hop. You sure you got those at the brew store? I got those at a wonderful brew store that I want to give a shout-out to. And I wish I could remember the name off the top of my head. If one of you guys with the Internet can look it up real quick. Yeah, we got it. Um, it's in Midland, Michigan. Oh, you were on the road and stopped at a... I've, a- I've been eating lunch at this little crepe place in downtown midland which is phenomenal um and the store is right next to it and time i was there the last time i didn't have a whole lot of time so i didn't is it, stop. Is it michigan brew supply that's it yep yeah, that's it there's a picture specializing in hard to find um hops and yeast they have they really pride themselves on their collection of what they sell well that's a really uh unique recipe you're putting together there and uh i did some reading up on the history of how saisons came to be and your your invention fits right in it's basically the farmers each year that you know whatever they happen to have left over you know whatever crop was good that year whether it was wheat rye barley and then uh if your hop crop wasn't so great you know you could uh you looked for juniper berry seeds coriander whatever you had to brew with and you just threw something together you know based on what you had at the time so they the Article went on to say that, that all these are individual, you know, and, uh, you know, they're just uh, kind of randomly thrown together. And you had a vision of what you wanted, and you acquired those ingredients and brewed it up. And that's right in the, you know, tradition of, of Saison's. You know, that's how they were born. The farmers just improvised. So really looking forward to that one. Here's to the farmers. Cheers. So what do you guys, you guys got more beer on deck, correct? We do, and we have one that's uh, a little bit different now. Uncle Pete's getting it out. Uh, I had to, when I think of Cezanne, one of the first breweries I think of here is in Michigan is Brewery Vivant. And we were fortunate enough to find some of their Tropical Cezanne that was recently released earlier this summer. I'll go for that. We've had tropical temperatures here lately, it seems. I've never tried this. I dug out, I think, only today that you had, and it's pineapple and mango tropical Cezanne. That was, it. that was yeah. That's what I recommended to you. It's got a pink rooster on, kind of like playing off pink flamingo. Only it's a rooster because that's Yvonne's signature mascot. Oh, they had that other beer called the Big <coughs> yeah, the Big Coke. Big 
C-O-Q. C episode what three? <laughs> so normally I would read the the label and everything, but with this one I can't wait to taste it. So I'm diving right in. So we're getting this, almost the same appearance as the others we've had tonight. Yeah, this one's a particular little bit hazy than the rest. It's a nice uh, go, light golden straw. Uh, again, a nice a solid uh, head that's not really dissipating. I'm not really getting a whole lot on the nose. So I'm surprised. A little bit of a uh, little bit of fruit. But that not that strong Belgian yeast, at least in the nose. Ah, but there's definitely some fruit going on. You def- I can definitely taste the pineapple. Yeah, it's big time pineapple. And it's got an acidity, too, like pineapple. I get a lot on the aroma, Jay. I really do. Yeah, I mean. I, mean, I get a lot of, uh, of uh, juicy melon kind of aroma to me. I was looking for the, you know, the Belgian banana clove, and that's not there. But you're right, there's, there's definitely I, fruit there. I think there's banana in there somewhere, but I'm getting more of a of a melony, juicy. Well, what do they got in here? Mango or something? Yep, pineapple and mango. Mango, yeah. So mango tango on the mango, good stuff. But man, this is uh, really this would be great for a hot day. It's five and a half percent, so it doesn't blow you away with the hot. <laughs> it's not high alcohol, but it's a thirst quenching. It is like drinking a glass of juice almost. I can taste some hops in this too. Well, it. it- does not have that uh, tartness um, that quite a few brewery Vivant's beers have. Right. Um, it's it's much more on the mellow end of of, of the tartness scale. Yeah. Well, beer. But I yeah. think fruit those fruit additions sort of almost mask some of the yeast characteristics you might be getting otherwise. Everything I've read about adding pineapple to beer, you know, because I've been thinking about doing a batch with maybe like pineapple lime or something, and... Uh, Everything I read says that you it's really, really hard to get the pineapple character into a beer, even with tons of juice. You know, the pineapple, If you even if you use fresh pineapple and squeeze juice out or, you know, use the pulp and a puree, even if you use a ton of it, they say that it's still hard to, to capture it. I would imagine the yeast probably ferments out all the sugars. and yeah takes away the flavor. Plus, it's a fairly acidic juice, you know, pineapple juice. So I, I did get some acidity here on this. Well, I'm going to read the description on the can. There's always a little story on here. It says, Vivant Tropical Saison, waves lapping the shoreline, the smell of sunscreen and dune grass, a day with nothing to do. Wouldn't that be nice? We like to encourage living the good life and realize pairing great beer with great food and enjoying it with friends and family is the way to do it. This saison is full of summertime reverie, no matter where the day takes us. A slightly spicy character, light effervescence, and the addition of real pineapple and mango juice make this beer perfect for a Michigan summer. The hot presence lends a complexity to this brew. Live the bon vivant. And it goes on to say, to enjoy this saison in a wide mouth chalice, prosciutto wrapped camembert and cantaloupe, or hanger steak tacos with avocado mango, mango salsa top our list of pairings. A Michigan-made beer. Wow, that's a lot of info on that can. Well, I'm having some more. It's uh, really easy to drink. It is very easy to drink. It's on to the day like today. And here we're sitting here in the air conditioning, talking about yeah, it's good on a hot day. (laughs) Well, I know that when we were at the Michigan Brewers Guild Fest, not you know a few weeks ago, these are the kind of beers I was looking for that day. Uh, This is a winner. I'm, I'm really glad we tried this. Yeah, if you want to just have a even this with some. You know, a little plate of fruits or cheeses or something, some, something to snack on. Man, yeah. I bet this would help that go down real nice. Oh, yeah, some nice shrimp cocktail on a beach. Yeah, man, grapes, kiwi Beat slices. Egg. 
BJ on a beach in Mexico with this beer, that, that'd be rocking. Yeah, I think we're going to have to get some uh, seafood catered for the next uh, episode. <laughs> uh, send, send Chris the bill. You were just on the East Coast, yeah, get get the catering going. <laughs> That's cool. No, Vivant, good for them. I love going there, you know. And I do, too. It's always yeah. a good experience. The neighborhood's really nice, and yeah. especially in the summertime. I was there maybe about a month and a half ago, and it was just, it was beautiful. Yeah, awesome that you got around. Fantastic doing food that. there, too. Yes, yes, they did have good food. I remember the first time I went there, I ordered, uh, they had all these exotic cheeses. And I selected one type of cheese, and I said, yeah, I'd like to try that cheese. And they uh, screwed up my order, and I got, like, all their cheeses, this assortment. And I was like, oh, we're sorry. Don't worry. That's on us. <laughs> oh, that, that never happened to me. Of course. <laughs> then I had to order, like, two more deers so I could, uh, you know, pair it with uh, the, the various cheeses. So uh, it probably washed out. Well, still made money. <laughs> You know, this comes off of our last episode, though, and this is something uh, I don't know if it's new to Brewery Vivant, but the last time I was there, they were enforcing a, um, I don't know if it was a two or a three beer rule. I think it was a three beer rule. Seriously? Wow. Right. So three three beers. Yeah. I wonder what happened. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I mentioned when I visited Hill Farmstead, they have a two beer limit. Yeah. Most of their beers aren't even strong, but I guess it's well, just and- the, Hurry up, drink your beer, and buy some to go. The brew pub right down the street from my house has a two-beer limit on their uh, high BVs. Huh. Yeah, and I can understand that for, yeah, for high ones. Yeah. You know, I know founders uh, usually only let you have, like, two backwoods bastards. Uh, right. and done. But there's so many bars, how can they know? You know, yeah. you can go to three different bars and get it. Right. Well, that's exactly what happened after I had, I think, three backwoods at Founders. <laughs> they said no more, and uh, said paid the check and wandered to the next uh, to Hopcat. It'd probably be wise of you to say, "Yeah, you're right. That's a good idea." <laughs> hey, everybody's got lawyers and you know insurance policies and liability concerns. And Not everybody loves backwoods bastards as much as you do. <laughs> no, that's true. But you know what? At the Hill Farmstead, it really, really wasn't an issue with anybody. It was a really peaceful, serene setting. Yeah, and, uh, I'm only bringing that up because they do. They're probably one of the top saison breweries in the country. And I should have probably caught, cracked open an Arthur tonight. So that's that's on me for not doing that. I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll make it on one of these future uh, Road Warriors or beer nuts or mixed nuts. We'll make sure we get that in because I still have a few bottles of it. Awesome. Yeah, the pictures I saw from there look great. Look real peaceful. Great place to sit and sip a saison. Amen. So, well, saison season's just about out the door. You know, football preseason's underway, and it'll soon be time to go to those. Isn't already dark beers? Saison isn't that the word for season? I believe it is. In yeah. French. And again, they brew these in the winter for consumption over the the summer. So, so seasonal. Yep. Seasonal. Seasonal. Well, you know, one of the things that I've seen a lot of articles in the news lately: a lot of people complaining. Pumpkin beers in October. They're out. They're already all there over they the are. Show. Halloween decorations and get your pumpkin beer. Yep. <laughs> Before you know it, we'll be seeing, uh, you know, Santa Claus uh, stuff on the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only about a month away. Hard seat. to believe on a day like today when it's 95 degrees and 95% humidity. Oh, I hear you. I just welcome fall. That's my favorite season. You know, pumpkin I'm- beer I can deal without, but... Do love fall. I'm looking forward to having some nice Oktoberfest beers, but as many people know, you can keep your pumpkin beers. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
They're, they're just below peanut butter on my uh, hit list of beers that I could care about. Well, I, you know, I did see some Oktoberfest beers out, um, and right now is the time they should come out. Yeah, um, Sierra Nevada's got theirs out. Uh, I saw um, Revolution Brewing had, had, had one out. Well, Oktoberfest is, a lot of people know this, it's actually celebrated in, in September, so we're only a month ahead of that, and that's appropriate, really, for it to be out now. And because uh, I read an article today on that, people complaining about it, and some of the brewers were saying, you know, I if we don't release it till a week before then, by the time it hits our whole distribution footprint, it'll be too late. Right. Because the way the supply chain works, not everybody gets it right away. So, Well, exactly, and after anything after... Um you know, between October one and fifteen, the the sales just die off. I mean, that's yeah. So don't be surprised if you see some pumpkin beers from last year still on the show. In some places, yeah. you know, you got to be watchful when you go to the shelves. Do check your dates on your bottles. I mean, especially with stuff that looks like it might have been hanging around a while. Pumpkin beers and IPAs and and all that. You know, a lot of these places I go into, I look at them, I go, "Are you kidding me? These things are like a year, year and a half old." Yeah. A lot of uh, packages don't even have a discernible date listed on right. it. They have like a color code or something. And if I can't tell the date, I'm not buying it. Right. So you just look at how much dust is on the on the neck. <laughs> really, what stores need to do is keep an eye on that and either work for the distributor to, to swap them out or put them in a shopping cart and blow them out at a right. reduced price discount. Yep. You know. You know. Half off. I, I saw a bottle of a joy by. Uh, Valentine's Day today. Yeah, two fourteen. <laughs> and I saw it not far from here, from where I live. And uh, if I had had more time, I'd have brought it to the retailer's attention. I'm like, really? And the guy didn't even discount it. Come on, put it half price. Get it out of the store. Somebody will buy it at half price, probably. Usually, you see those stone dated ones, you know, half priced and ready to go. You know, a month after they're this done. Full freight, and it's not mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Um, Good stuff. Do we have a brewery of the week? Thinking about who we had. Okay. Yep. I got to go with uh, Vivant just because I really enjoy uh, how refreshing this tropical Saison was. And, you know, the other thing I didn't really mention is they have a sta- they have other Saisons. I know they have an Imperial Saison called Zaison that is a stronger alcohol that's very good. And then they have their traditional, I think it's just a farmhouse. What is it called? Farmhand, I believe. Farmhand. French-style farmhouse ale. So maybe a little bit of Michigan bias here. I'm going to double that, uh, echo that with you, Jr. Um, just having been there, and I really like that they they know what they're doing with these styles, and that uh, was a very enjoyable beer just now. So, really good flavor with the fruits and the slight acidity, and all of their characteristics from the aroma to the color to the carbonation, everything. I loved it. So, I go with Vivant. Well, I think that's a slam dunk. As much as I like. Uh Saison Dupont. I'm sure if I could go there, uh, it probably really would change my mind because uh, I'd love to go visit a Belgian farmhouse brewery. Um, uh, just love Europe, but hey, if I can get to Brewery Vivant every every month or two, I, I'm as happy as a clam. I love the place. You know, their their style is farmhouse beer. Yeah. Um, that's really what they focus on. And that that Zaison with the Z that. Vivant does. I mean, that sounds like it's right up your wheelhouse with that imperial saison that you're talking about. That you well, 
I saw it today, and I've had it before. It's got a kick like a mule, but it, <laughs> it, is, it is pretty good beer. <laughs> they should have a kicking mule on the label. I'll have to check the label on that one. It's at the store right around the corner. Not right the closest one, but it's about the third closest store to my house. So it's it's within the block. Boo, the booze is prominent, though, huh? Oh, they had a few sitting there. It's not going anywhere. I'm sure I can get in there tomorrow and pick some it's, up. It's hottie. All right, well, how about a, a beer of the week, then? We'll start in reverse order with Dugout. Well, this time I'm going to vote for Saison DuPont. Because, uh, as I had mentioned earlier, it's almost like a singular example of what everyone strives to be. It's that good. It's that much at the top of the game. I'm sure people would have their favorites, and there are a lot of saisons that come out of Europe. But they're sure. I'm sure there are some way better than saison upon. But um, you know, that to me is just when I see that label, I think saison. That's great. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't disagree. Um, I mean, I agree with your with your uh, the way you summarized. I'm going to go with Tank Seven Boulevard. I've had it a few times, and it's something I've been pleased with every single time. This one seems extra fresh tonight, and uh, it was really bold, a hop, you know, and it had an extra addition of hops and a little more kick to it uh, from an alcohol standpoint. Just a lot of great flavors. It, it was very. Um, it woke up my palate, so I'm really pleased with it. So I'm going to go with the Tank 7 from Boulevard. Well, we haven't had a bad beer in the bunch tonight, and I'm going to give the nod to Saison DuPont because it's a really thin line. I've had Saison DuPont, and it, it is authentic. It is a true Saison from Belgium, and uh, because it's authentic and it's the real deal, I'm going to give it a slight nod, but Tank 7 is certainly no slouch. But I'm gonna have to agree, even though I didn't sample it tonight. Uh, I'm gonna go with the, you know, the the real deal, the authentic. Yeah, I think probably the beers that we're having here are great examples, but they're all trying to emulate, you know, yeah, a beer like the Saison Dupont. So our beer of the week will be Saison Dupont. All right, well that should wrap it up for this edition of Beer Nuts. Tweet us out at uh, at Beer Nuts Podcast or at Michigan Beer Guy on Twitter and uh, our Facebook page. Beer Nuts Podcast, or Michigan Beer Guy has a Facebook page. And uh, as they say in old Mexico City, AMF. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening Christopher Media let's make some noise thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net